Hello, and welcome to the More Than Muscle podcast, presented to you by your coach and overall favorite person, me, trainer Greg McBride. I'm super excited that you are tuned in today, and you can stay tuned in by subscribing to this podcast. In the More Than Muscle podcast, we will cover the skills, habits, and practices needed to be successful. Going beyond just the physical, we will talk about how to be the best version of yourself, all while looking through the lens of health and fitness. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Well, hello and welcome back, everyone. Hey, it's part two of the So You Want to Be a Bodybuilder series. So on the last episode, we covered prepping and how to compete, things you need to know, um, doing your research, talking to a trusted professional, figuring out why you want to do it first off. Um, and then different organizations where you would compete and knowing the ins and outs of all of that. So you'd be properly prepared, at least choose the right division when you're finally ready to compete. So today we're going to talk about what you do after you have all that information. You have to start planning. So today's topic is prep, preparation. I love it. Preparing for the prep. Um, One of the first questions I normally get asked is, how long should I prep? Now, how long you should prep depends. But I give you one small piece of advice. More often than not, the longer, the better. So there are a few different ways to come about doing your prep. Um, I'll just explain some of the differences between my first show and my last show. My first show I did, I was competing in NPC. I was doing physique and my prep was 12 weeks, I believe. And I was, felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like I looked amazing. I'm like, man, I've never been this lean in my life. I'm great, you know. I can see my veins. I can see my abs and all this. But that was on a 12-week prep. And I'm not going to lie to you, that last week or two was horrid. I walked around like a zombie. I could barely lift my feet off the ground. Um the brain fog I got and this tingly feeling in my literally I used to say my brain felt like it was tingling it was it was really weird but that's kind of part of it but I learned as I continued to prep for other shows that it doesn't have to always be that way so I started taking an approach where I do a little bit longer preps my preps went from 12 weeks to 16 weeks until this previous season I started prepping in January, and my first show wasn't until September. Yeah, that's how long I took for my prep. Now, everyone's different, but how do you go about finding how long you should prep? One, it starts where you're at. So if you have um, a good baseline knowing where you're at body fat percent, depending on what you have to achieve for whatever specific division you're competing in, that all plays into it as well. But once you have that, there's two different ways. There's formulas. Um, There are different formulas that you will start with to figure out what your daily expenditure is. So you need to know how much energy is coming in and out of your body to know, hey, okay, this is where I'm at. This is my maintenance level. You have to find that maintenance level first. So um, I'm not going to go too deep into all the different formulas. There's a handful of them. I think I use the Mueller. And that one seems to work well for me. But once you find that maintenance level, then you figure out how much you need to lose each week 
to get yourself in the right body fat percent by the time of your first show. Again, this, this gets down to the nitty gritty of all the science. Now you can just look at overall calories and make it really simple if you don't um, have that knowledge or don't want to dig into all that or don't have a coach. And the very simple ways without using all the formula, do in a scientific method. Track, have your hypothesis, track, and see the results. So say, hey, um, I want to eat uh, at 2,400 calories. Keep it there for two weeks and see what happens. Weigh yourself every day, stick to that plan, and see how your body changes. Do you gain weight? Do you lose weight? Do you stay the same? And that will tell you what your level is. And then do the math to figure out, okay, this is my maintenance level. If I were to increase X, let's say 100 calories, then I'd be in that surplus throughout the week and that's provided that your weight didn't change in those two weeks with the 2400 calories so that's the way to go for it but my best advice that i can give you and how long you should prep is to be ready so you don't have to get ready and what i mean by that is get ready early there's nothing wrong with being ready for your show two weeks before the show starts why would you want to try and cut it to the very last second, hoping that you don't make a mistake or your body responds the way that you want it to, trying to cut it just to the very day of the show? So get ready early so you don't have, to have those problems or issues if anything does arise. Next, you know how long you need to prep. Now we need to talk about food, macro planning. Now this is the one that um, everyone likes to talk about. And for good reason, because without this, you will never achieve the physique that you want. So um, I incorporate a lot of what I've learned from my studying and experience. So there's, it works hand in hand. There's two sides to creating your macro plan. There is the math called the science, and then there's the art. There is an art to it. Um, once you have their maintenance calories, you use the math first. You have your maintenance calories, and then you get to extrapolate. I kind of touched base on it already, but then you get to figure out, okay, I have, I'd say pick a day, pick a show, and you have that time marked out in the future so you know how long you need to prep, and then you can break it down. I need to lose this much uh, per week and make your plan for it, knowing that, your calories come from your macronutrients. Four grams or four calories per gram with protein and carbs and nine calories per gram with fat. So we have all that information. You could use that to put it together. But you need to know, well, I have those macros, but how much of each should I be using? How much fat? How much protein? How much carb? That also varies a little bit, and that's going to take some time to experiment with. Again, I'm not going to give you a straight flat line. I've used uh, keto before. I've done really high carb before. I've done moderate. All have given me pretty good results. The keto worked well. Um, the high carb worked well. But there's a lot of fluctuation that needs to happen. Your body may not respond the same way as someone else. That's why the experimentation, if you're not willing to take the time to find out how your body responds, maybe miss a show or two because you're learning on your own or not 
willing to pay a coach, someone who's experienced it and gone through it time or two with other clients and themselves, it's going to be tough. So those are really the two options. You either take the time and do it yourself and learn your body or pay someone who can do it quicker because they have more experience, more knowledge. So breaking down the knowledge, you know, if you want to have um, refeeds, how are you going to set up your uh, plan? Are you going to have high days, low days? Are you going to have it straight, solid, the same all the way through and just slowly decrease? You know, all those things are part of the art. Now, the biggest part of the art is knowing when to change. I think that is the the feel, knowing that, hey, okay, we're hitting here. We're going to hit a plateau soon. But you wouldn't know that unless you've had some experience in there. So the art is very big there. Next step, training. So we know we have how long do you prep? Starting your macro plan. And then how do you set up your training? <sighs> lift heavy and lift hard. That's my best advice. Lift heavy, lift hard. A lot of people think that when you get into a prep, you can start to lighten up, ease up. No, 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 no. Do not do that to yourself. Keep working, keep working hard. My advice to you is always lift as heavy as you can, as long as you can. Um, yes, you're going to end up uh, getting fatigued and tired, low energy, because you're going to be cutting calories as you should get leaner and leaner. But you still push yourself as hard as you can. That is one thing that doesn't change throughout your whole training regimen uh, with the consideration for peak week where things may change. So bringing up lagging body parts, that's an important part. So you need to have someone examine your physique if you can't do it yourself objectively. Know where you're um, needing to improve. For me, it was shoulders. I need to improve in my arms in general my legs seem to overpower my physique it used to be my back now my legs and my back are kind of more in line i need to pick up my my upper chest as well so my upper chest and shoulders are where i know i need to improve so those are the lagging parts in my physique so what i've done is designed a program where i have a little bit more emphasis on those two areas so when you have that knowing that you need to figure out the proper volume the proper intensity or load so you know exactly hey this is what's going to continue to keep me in the hypertrophy state so i can continue to grow into my show versus just trying to maintain you understand everything has a purpose whether it be for strength hypertrophy or performance understanding how those programs are built or having someone build it for you again make sure you do your research or again, hire a coach so you know peak week. Because it's going to suck if you did months of prep to get ready for a show. And you have no idea how to do a peak week with training and or nutrition. It'll be for naught. Because the body needs a specific method, especially on peak week, to be able to bring your best package to a show. So I'll say that again. Your body is going to need a specific nutrition and training plan, especially at peak week. There's no magic that happens in peak week. You're not going to have a great change for the better, but you can have a big change for the worse. So having that knowledge and expertise is very important. And cardio. How do you approach your cardio? Um, 
the more fit you are, the more difficult it is to become more fit. And that applies in everything. But think about that for the cardio. So if you start out your prep doing heavy, heavy cardio, when you get to the end, you need to make more changes. Guess what you have to do? More cardio. So I take the approach to do the minimal amount of work as possible. So when I have my cardio, if I have it at all, it's low. I did a prep last year where I, let's say I didn't have any dedicated time for cardio. Thing that I did was I recorded and managed my steps. So I made sure I got enough steps in throughout the day, but I didn't go out and say, oh, I need to get on elliptical for two hours. I need to go climb stairs or go for a run. Nope. I just made sure I got enough activity through the day in my steps. And that worked out well for me. So just throughout my normal activities, things went well. Now, are you going to be doing fasted cardio? Are you going to be doing HIT? Are you going to be doing steady state? All these different methods, you need to understand why they are important and how to apply them and when not to apply them. Because there are certain times when, hey, you don't want to be doing that because you're at the end stages of the uh, prep. So those are the big things. Again, my advice, do the minimal. Don't try to load too much prep or too much cardio at the beginning of your prep. I'd rather change my food. It's easier for me. I don't want to do 45 minutes of cardio when I could just eat a slice, one less slice of bread. But it's your choice. Maybe you enjoy it. Maybe you love cardio. And that's your thing. Go for it. Who am I to say not to? So let's kind of wrap this up. So in part two, again, we covered how long you should prep, how to set up a macro plan, how the importance of uh, training and lifting and cardio come into play, and all the different approaches with that. So the length of prep, make sure you do the math or are willing to test and guess, test and guess to understand and learn your body. Macro planning, there's math and there's art. There's a marriage between the two and experience bridges the gap. Training, have a program, know the importance of lifting, know the correct way to apply cardio. It's, it's a tool to help you in fat loss. It's a tool to help you in maintaining and building muscle. Those are the two aspects that are most looked at, but make sure it all comes together. Lifting, cardio, and nutrition. That will help you plan out how long you should prep. That's what I have for you guys today as part two of So You Want to Be a Bodybuilder. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, subscribe, like, follow, please, and tell your friends about it. Anyone who wants to become a bodybuilder, I got more coming, more information. I may even dive into more details if I see the interest out there. Um, and as always, go learn, experience, push yourself for greatness and excellence, and be more than muscle. Thank you.